Welcome to the Hero Builder Podcast, where we celebrate the hero in everyone. We go on a journey to discover the skills in every hero. Welcome back. We are here with the Hero Builder Podcast. I'm Boyd Hamlin, and my uh, teammate and uh, pal is Stacey Johnson, and uh, we're pretty excited about bringing you a word today. How about, uh, how about you, Stacey? How's it? How's it coming together on your end of things today? You know, things are things are well. This is a, a beautiful day. I feel like I'm standing in the middle of some grace and gratitude, so I'm very looking forward to engaging in this word with you today and moving forward. Exasperating some heroes. Yeah, I, I am too, very much so. Uh, we have had some very, uh, very interesting and very special, special guests on, on our uh, uh, podcast and some of our episodes lately. And uh, I'm excited about even the ones that we have coming up. You know, the ones we've had so far have been excellent. And uh, hopefully, uh, as listeners, you guys have been enjoying that because uh, we've enjoyed finding them and bringing them to you. And so we're, we're, uh, we're going to take a break even for today from the, uh, from the uh, special guest that we have back to a, a wisdom word, and uh, we're excited about giving you this one today. Are, are you ready to go uh, with this one, Stacey? I am. Um, hey, Boyd, stop. Let's start over, because I said something about introducing guests, and I blew it all out of the water, so let's start over. <laughs> okay, hold on just a minute. Welcome back to the Hero Builder Podcast, where we continue to celebrate the hero in everyone. I'm Boyd Hamlin, and my teammate and pal, Stacey Johnson. How are you doing today? I am very well, thank you. It's a beautiful day, and we're grateful for the rain that we've had around here recently. So I think this is going to be a, a great day to talk about a good new hero wisdom word for Wednesday. Oh, I think so. And uh, we have, in, in, in fact, had uh, some pretty awesome guests uh, on our podcast, and we hope that they've been beneficial to you, our listeners. And we will continue to bring to you some great uh, interviews from uh, special guests, but uh, today we get to hang out with one of our wisdom words, and our wisdom word for today is reasonable. What a great uh, word to talk about uh, for a wisdom word for Wednesday. When you think of reasonable and in the whole situation that we're in, as in, in the whole entire world, uh, what comes to mind when you think of reasonable? Um, I- I think that when I hear the word reasonable, especially right now, a reasonable probably means a flexible, being open to meet it in the middle. Right? I don't believe that in a situation like this we can have any judgment on how anybody's perception of what's going on. And as we recognize that we all see what's happening through our very own lens, learning to be reasonable and accept the fact that we all kind of have a different picture of the same crisis Helps us be able to find middle ground with people. That's a that's a very good uh, that's a very good uh, look uh, on the word reasonable. Uh, I would also say, w- when you talk about meeting in the middle, um, maybe meeting in the middle, coming to an agreement on something and what have you. One of the things that reasonable is not is it's not. It's unreasonable if I would say, you know, I want you to see my perspective my way and you need to be more reasonable and come over to my side or the other person saying you need to be reasonable and come over to my side. And and that is not reasonable at all. 
it is in fact, like you said, coming in the middle. Let me see from your perspective, and I will see a, a whole different, uh, a, a different way than maybe I have before. And if you do the same in my direction, we can understand where we've come from, the different place that we've come from, and why it is significant for us to be reasonable and be in the middle. Oh, I think so. I think for so long, be reasonable has been a, a go-to phrase to get other people to see our perspective. Oh, be reasonable. Right? Come, come and see it my way. But I, just as the world has changed and our situation has changed, I think our perception of some of the words that we use also has to change along the way. I, I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that. that. That is very, very good in that our perspective, you know, what, what, what gets people ticked off the most is when we are not as reasonable as they think that we should be in light of their perspective when they have had uh, no experience uh, in our shoes. There's, there's no empathy. There's no, there's no looking at it from our lens. They just want us to, in fact, see it from their, their point of view or from their, their uh, uh, perspective, and it, it doesn't work that way. That's how come there's a lot of strife and a lot of issues going on uh, in, in the world right now, and, and instead of us always trying to just get along with others better and be willing to share, let's say, and uh, the, the end uh, equation being everything that we uh, do together whenever it is coming to the middle, your perspective plus my perspective coming in the middle equals an everybody wins situation. And uh, you don't have to be the one who has to win all the time, and I lose. And I don't have to uh, win and you lose. Why can't we just come to an agreement that we can both win? That's been a, that's been a big deal on my mind lately, and uh, maybe it's been on your mind too. It has been on my mind. And, you know, I read a, I've been reading a really good book recently about that very thing called The Third Option by a gentleman named Miles McPherson, and that's his point of view. It doesn't have to be your side or my side. We can come in the middle. There's a third option. And it's a, it's a really good book. If anybody is looking for something to read, and it really kind of addresses that very thing. You know, there's an old story, boy, I heard about a lady that goes into the doctor's office livid, upset. And the doctor comes out and he says, ma'am, I'm, I'm sorry that you're so upset, but I don't understand. Talk to me. And she said, I spent my entire life savings for you to fix my husband's eyes and he still doesn't see it from my point of view <laughs> isn't that and, how everybody wants it <laughs> and for so long that's been our picture of reasonable right I believe that's a standard picture of reasonable that you finally see it my way and uh, again like I said I think the perception <laughs> of the word might have changed I, I think so too you know that um, w when you were growing up did your mother make uh, make special pies and, and, and things like that and just and set them out and say you can have a piece of this uh, pie today and maybe a piece of it tomorrow. Um, did you guys have special occasions uh, around your house where uh, your mom would do that? Oh, we did, and ours was a buttermilk pie. It was uh, the pie of choice for the family come the holidays. And we used to laugh because we would come in and the pie would be gone, and not just the pie gone, but the pan gone. And so we would spend some time trying to look and see where the family members hid the pie, and it would end up in the cabinet, in the dishwasher, in the laundry room, 
in other places, so we always had a quest for that last piece of pie. Uh, you know what? I, my mother, uh, actually my grandmother, was the one who uh, got this started. Uh, she was a fabulous cook, and uh, she baked a lot. And, and one of the things that she that she baked that is one of my all-time absolute favorites is a lemon meringue pie. Mm. And I don't know how she did it, but this woman could get the meringue on that on that pie to stand somewhere between three and a half to four inches high. And I had never, ever seen that since, at least Moraine uh, standing that high off of a pie. But because it was my favorite, of course, you wanted to have the first piece and the last piece. And you kind of um, determined who got a piece in the middle. <laughs> it, it was, it was uh, always kind of that way. Uh, my mom has kept that kind of tradition going in that every time you, you, know, you, you come to her house, there's a pie, there's, there's a cake, there's something that she's made special for you. And there's a lot of, uh, of our listeners who might uh, remember this name, but uh, my mom and dad were uh, booster club parents for a basketball mm. team, and one of those players, his name was Buster. It ended up uh, uh, being told to us later that his full name was James Buster Douglas, who then went on to uh, be the heavyweight world champion uh, years and years ago. But I remember one afternoon he – disappeared from the backyard and went inside of the house because he wanted to see what kind of pie was going to be served that day. And it was one of his favorites. And I actually uh, came upon him in the kitchen. He had the whole pie in front of him eating the whole thing. Is that, you know what, I'm not going to be one of the ones who doesn't get any of this. So I'll just uh, remedy that problem right now and I'll eat the whole thing. What he didn't know was there was another pie just like it in the oven. There wow. is an old saying that a lot of people uh, always think that they are, you know, I don't want to get the last piece of the pie, and there's not enough to go around. But you and I both know that uh, if we're just willing to share and meet in the middle uh, on, on everything, even when it comes to a pie, that there, in fact, is enough to go around. There is enough to go around. And, you know, boy, if you take the word reasonable and you stretch it out just a little bit and you look at words like, like, I, like I have enough, right? There's, there's an abundance mindset and there's a scarcity mindset. And we look at being reasonable and sometimes we believe that there just isn't enough. And that's not reasonable. And sometimes we believe it's just too much. And again, maybe that's not reasonable. So when you look at the pie, how many of us have that very conversation? What do you do with the last piece of pie? Do you hide the pie? Do you cut the pie in half? Do you give it to someone else? And all of those answers, you get all of those answers, right? People have an opinion. But all of those answers almost signify that mindset of scarcity because very few people say, I'll just make another pie. Exactly. And, and, and the ability to recognize that there's enough to go around. You can always bake another pie. It doesn't have to be the last piece. It doesn't have to be a choice. That's the most reasonable thing to do is make a pie enough for everyone. Yeah, I think, I think so. I, I think that uh, when people understand that, I think that uh, life gets a little easier for them. When we're in a scarcity mindset, 
uh, not even a surviving mindset, but a scarcity mindset. It's me first, me first, me first. And when it is a a open mindset, a more reasonable mindset, and, and it's others centered, then it is not only do they get to, uh, to get in on the good here, but I get some of that myself too, and probably a little more than than, than what we uh, anticipated. Um, that's why I think that also partnerships and collaboration in the right manner serve us well rather than thinking, hey, I'm out here in this big world all by myself. And uh, I remember an old TV sitcom called Cheers, and one of the things that uh, this guy named Norm would always say, he would come belly sit himself up at the bar and he would say, it's a dog-eat-dog world and I'm wearing milkboard underwear. Hmm. It's 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 funny to say, but in all reality, we are not on our own out here. We in fact need each other, and in order to be reasonable and get further down the line than where we currently are, we have to be reasonable and get along in order to get there. Well, I agree. I agree. I, I think if we look at reasonable as a challenge word as a word of integrity, as a word of character. How do you model reasonable? If you're an employer, are, are you reasonable? Do, you, do your employees see you as a reasonable person? As a, as a parent, as a friend, as a, a community member, right? How can we take the word reasonable, Boyd, and make a verb of that and make that active in our lives? Oh, I, I think it's uh, going to be a, uh, it's a very important. It's going to be a very important for us to be able to do that and uh, be reasonable from a, let's say, a boss or an owner perspective, but also that employee has to be in return reasonable too in, in what they might be asking for. If they need a day off, you know, be reasonable. You, know, you, don't, you don't need a month off. You might need a day off. Okay? There's, there's a reasonable come together so that everybody wins rather than one person just getting their way and the other person feeling like, well, what do I got to do here to, uh, you know, to come to the table with this person? It, it gets exhausting sometimes. It really does get exhausting to, to, uh, to, to be reasonable. This is, it's, just, it's a good word for us to be thinking about and also ask us, ask of ourselves rather, how can I be more reasonable? And where have I not been as reasonable as I can? Uh, there, there's, a, there's a phrase that uh, Zig Ziglar uh, has said, and it's been uh, echoed throughout uh, all of the generations before us, even the one that we're in right now. Do you remember what that phrase is? I can't remember exactly how that goes, that I, but I do think that uh, it talks about being reasonable a little bit. It does. I believe it goes something like, if you, if I'm going to get it wrong, right? But it runs along the lines of you, the things that you want. If you want the things that you want, then help someone else get what they want. And yep. it, it, it shows your ability to take yourself out of the limelight and put yourself in the middle and find that win-win for everyone. And I think that's really what we're after, especially right now. We have parents worried about whether or not they can still be employees and moms and teachers all in the same day. We have 
schools that are wondering if they're going to get the education out there. Are they going to connect with the kids? Am I going to keep them attuned? And then you have all these expectations from people that don't understand the inside of that. So there's a huge need right now in our culture, in our world, for everyone to be reasonable in the things that are going on so that we can find a win-win for everyone. You know what? I think that's right. And uh, whether or not that quote was just uh, given to us exactly how maybe he said it, it's, it was, it was uh, given uh, good enough uh, for us to just understand the concept of what being reasonable is. It's, hey, help them out, give them, what, give them something that they want, and you in turn will get not only what you want, but in fact you make it more. You make it even more than, than what, you, uh, what you thought in the beginning. So I, I, think, that's a, I think that's a great, uh, a great word, and it's been great food for thought today. And what a great opportunity it has been for us to ask ourselves the question, am I a reasonable person and how can I be more reasonable in coming to the middle to an agreement with the person on the other end, on the other side of my perspective? What, was, what would that look like? And if we don't know, I would challenge you and encourage you to give it a shot anyway and see what the uh, outcome is from you being more reasonable of an individual. So to help get people to, to uh, help, help people get what they want so that you in turn can get what you want, and in the end, not only will things look more reasonable to us and we be, become more happy as a response to that, but in fact, I think, Stacey, that everybody wins. We hope that today's show has herified you in some way. Until we meet again, go out into the world and be someone's hero. If you know a hero that we need to talk to, email us at herobuilder2020 at gmail.com.